I feel like I gotta class my avatar up. Y'all all TCU'd out. Just a, <laughs> just, a, just, a, just a blank white guy. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? We are back. TCU Purple Rain Podcast. It is week five. TCU versus Iowa State. We got always me, myself, yours truly, D. Harris. I got my boy Callie Steve with me. We I also got been. we also have TCU alumni. Josh Sharon joining the program with us uh, this week. Josh, what's up, man? Uh, how's everybody doing? Good. We chilling, man. We good. We good. We good. I seen y'all, y'all seem too chipper after these last two weeks. I hey, I'm all... nah. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one that came in salty. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah you hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I meant to. I meant to intro. I meant to intro this uh, on this week's episodes of Growing Pains. <laughs> we got, yeah. we got oh. the TCU Horn Frogs. Like I said, TCU versus Iowa State. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. But fellas, man, uh-huh. huh? Last yeah. week, TCU falls to the University of Texas Longhorns. Um, dang, I don't. I mean, let's just jump into it. What? What? Your guys' initial thoughts? What? What so, happened to the frogs last week? So, granted, I didn't uh, get to watch the game uh, because the Garden Grove Bulldogs are uh, on their way to another victorious week. Uh, but immediately when I got into the uh, – Yeah, at least nobody <laughs> went. Yeah, 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 congratulations to Steve and the Garden yeah. Grove Bulldogs. Hey, well uh, done. So, immediately when I got into the car, I started looking at my text messages, I turned the radio on, and I say, what the fuck, Right. So I go back and I rewatch the game. No commentators, just dead silence. You know. Oh, jeez. What lights, I lights off, candles on. Yeah. What I what <laughs> I what I what I noticed is a couple things. And one, maybe we're we're young. You know, uh, you look at UT's roster. There's a pretty uh, a, lot, a lot of seniors in some in some key roles that they have. Um, but I also realized at that same time, we had the toughest September stretch of a schedule ever, right? And if you look at the energy that was exerted coming out of the Ohio State game and going right back into another game, probably not good for this young team this year, but two years or a year from now, they'll, they'll know what to do with that situation. Overall, yeah. we just we let, a, we let a Texas team get on top of us, and uh, they never took their foot off the gas pedals. Too many excuses. Look, let me let me tell you, let me tell you from my my cynical side of this whole thing is I hate I hate the term rebuild year in young. Like we're trying to be seen as a top tier program, which we are on paper, on stats, and longevity over the course of the decade, all of that stuff. But we don't get any respect, and so in order to get respect, we have to we have to start winning games and not not having rebuild years every three years where we get oh, one agreed. good year. That's so, true. So we, we have to go into a game where two weeks ago we're up on the number four team in the country, and then we have a horrible third quarter. Cool. It's, you know, it happens. Then this week we're up, horrible third quarter again. One of the announcers even said that he was like, you have to start looking at stuff and see if this is just incidents or if this is a trend. And it's starting to become a trend that our third quarter becomes horrendous for us. Horrendous. And that's, what, and that's, yeah. what, that's what shocks me because usually TCU is a second half team, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, and that's why I'm like, where's, where's that at with this team, right? Like, yeah. 
the third quarter is usually where we that we usually put people away um, and go get chicken and dinner and steak and you know rally the troops up and go have fun. But I haven't seen that killer instinct from this group. I'm not sure if it's uh, from an offensive side, you know, with just having a, a young quarterback. And I, I agree, Josh. I'm 100 with you. I don't like the rebuilding thing. Um, but some, something is off, and something is not there. What that yeah. is, there's not like, a full click. Yeah, we, we we look at we look at other schools that we play like um, OU. They just lost a Heisman. Dude stepped right into the role, and he seems to look like he's doing very well over there. Yeah, you know, Clemson yeah. lost Clemson lost a Heisman. All of a sudden, dude steps in the role. Boom! They seem to be like they don't miss a beat. Right. And those power, those powerhouse programs that get all the respect, yeah, they get better recruits and all of that stuff. But they they don't miss beats when it's next man up. And I think, you know, we we missed some beats after Trayvon left, or and then right, even longer than that when when Andy Dalton left and they're trying to fill in that gap. You know, we had two semi good years with Boykin, and then you know, boom, the powerhouse well, year. You 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 hit on kind of my 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 point too and i and i agree i not making any excuses we we we're not a team for excuses and i'll tell you this i'll give you this note so uh, i was listening to coach patterson after the game uh and he said something that was interesting he said losing is a disease the last time coach patterson said losing is a disease was when uh, a young trayvon boykin was thrust into the spotlight against iowa state after casey paul had his had his day and yeah. they 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 lost they lost to iowa state and coach patterson said you know losing is a disease he also said in that press conference i hate losing i'll give you this i mean frog fans look sean robinson is young it's not an excuse he's young the dude's got uber talent in the arm yeah. um and 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 i think he'll get there we just have to remind ourselves too i mean trayvon boykin his first year, he threw 15 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. I looked it up. The second year, he threw five <laughs> touchdowns and five interceptions. The third year, he comes out balling, throws 33 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. The next year, you know what – I mean, you know. Yeah. So, I, I, there is a bit of a, of a learning curve, I think, with Sean Robinson. But 100%. But I, 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 I kind of agree to you that it's just not clicking. Usually, a TCU team will have a defense to step up and – That'll be the pride. Hey, well, we're, okay, well, we're we going we gonna to keep these games close. We know we got to play tough for this offense. And it's yeah. just, yeah, there's just not that putting it all together. And I actually think also, too, fellas, we get off to a slow start as well. So you're talking oh, yeah. about very, a very slow, slow start in the first quarter and a slow start to the third quarter. And it just it lends yourself, like you said, Steve, uh, a, a good Texas team gets up on you. At home, and 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 it's hard to really kind of bounce back, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, they had all the momentum when they when they got up too. Like, I mean, oh, it's yeah. just turnover yeah. after turnover and scoring, and it and, just it was just a snowball for us. You know, it's hard it's hard to get the defense up. You know, as soon as they come off the field, they mess around and go right back on the field. Yeah, you know. Keep in mind, Texas had just played the national spotlight game against SC. You know, they, so they, and they got they got that win there. Uh, they, that was a dominating win in my mind. But you also yeah. come back in the rolling back around like we beat Texas the last four years in a row, right? Like yeah. so those boys are right. Those right. boys are like, if we don't go to a bowl game, this is our bowl game right here, right? Right? right. Like, let's just be honest. Like they came ready, they hit us in the mouth, and we were like shocked that they hit us in the mouth. You're right. You're right. I, I didn't see anybody pissed off. I didn't see anybody 
you know, like getting get anybody's ass. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I, you're right. Coach people, I didn't I didn't see that from the players. Right. I don't ever remember a team on the defensive side of the ball. You know, going back to the Hawthorns, the Marvin Whites, the Stephen Hodges. Those guys would have been lighting somebody up. Like, get this shit together. Let's go. You right. Know what I mean, like, right. Right. Let's be honest. They prepared for Cavante. Like they. Oh yeah. Especially, well, I, I, mean, I mean, I think also too they prepared for the running game. They shut down the running game. Uh, and I mean, oh yeah, they did. For for a young quarterback, man, I like. It's just uh, what is it? It's a uh, it's a sleeve. It's a it's something great to lean back on if you get a running game that can go get you three or four yards. That's all we needed down. Like you know, but they they did. They stepped up for that. Going to your point too, Steve. There was a fifth year senior on that Texas uh, defensive line. And I remember the announcer saying he had lost to TCU all years in college. So he said yeah. this was the one game he was coming out playing hard, you know, playing hard to get. He wasn't going to end his career losing to TCU all, all five years. You know, something else you brought up too, Steve, kind of moving along. I speaking on and I, I, I'm not this show will never be a show where we just harp on a kid. Uh, but I did see something and I, and I just want to ask you guys, if I saw this on TV, I don't know if Steve, when you were watching the replay, Sean Robinson seemed to smile a lot before big plays and just has, I'm not a big gambling dude, but is that a tell or is that, does he love the competition? For me, it was kind of, he'd smile and then it'd be like, okay, he's going to go run the ball. And as a defender, I, you know, I, if I'm picking it up on TV, I'm wondering, did you guys see that at all? And, and I, what does that say to you? Was that like a tell, or I, I don't know? I don't know if we clean that up. What What do you guys What do you guys think about that? Um, I, I don't think it's a tell. I think um, you know, I like you know when you smile in the face of adversity. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's really kind of how I take it. And if, if somebody who else does that uh, is Cam Newton, if you ever catch him, like and there's a huge play, like he's usually smiling ear to ear, like okay, we got this. Right, because he's got to be. If he's not having fun, no matter what's going on, it's still going to be uh, the play still has to go on. Right, right. So you can choose. You can choose to go into that like a deer in headlights, or you can choose the exact opposite, go in with it, smiling and peppering the. Hey, let's go. You know, because you're still ultimately having fun. So I don't, I don't think it's a tail. Uh, it's a, it's something to look for in the next game. You know what I mean? Uh, to see if it becomes a habit or a trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if so, I, I would I would almost assume. Gary and his superstition self will correct it immediately. Just like I'm not sure if you guys remember that that game. I can't remember who the quarterback was. And I, I feel like I feel like I should know this. They threw a Kenny Hill throws a pick right sideline laughing, and Gary got in his ass. Right, like, right. Like, it's not funny. It's not. not funny. I, I remember you could see the mouthing on the Gary. He said it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, I. I know there's a lot of shit talking that goes on in the trenches. So I, I think I'm that type of person. Like if you're, if you're talking shit, I'm just going to smile at you and then I'm going to try to put it in your face. And so I think that to me, I think that's more what it is for him is just, he's a competitor. Like I like the, I like the kid a lot. Like, I I mean, we we know he's young. Um, so I, I think he's just, you know, he's in the moment. You know, I'm I'm playing Texas at Texas, starting quarterback. Right, right. And you know, so I, I think what you guys touched on with Kenny Hill for me will be if he starts throwing up because, like, when he throws the interceptions or the uh, the fumble that he lost, like he, you could tell he was upset. Yeah. So if if he gets up from that stuff and starts having smiles and stuff on his face, I think for me I would have a problem with that. But the smiling before the before the play and everything. I, I personally think he's just 
he's smiling to the stuff that we're not privy to hear. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so just in the midst of competition, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Going on that note, I mean, uh, Steve or Josh, I'll let you guys take it. What do you, what do you think Gary's message was? Coach P. What do you think? I, I got to stop calling him Gary when we talking about football. We talk about Gary <laughs> after football. But Coach P, man, what do you think he was saying after that loss to that football team in that locker room? Um, I'm not sure if y'all are watching this, but Deshaun Jackson just took a punt on a kickoff return back to the house for like 98 yards if you guys are into fantasy. But oh, no, man, I don't uh, watch the after, NFL. Y'all watch after the, uh, after, the, uh, after right. the game, after the game, uh, I, I really think he said, don't let number three happen. If you guys have any hope to get into a major bowl, you know, don't let number three happen. As as it is now, we're already going to the uh, Bolero Alamo Bowl again. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, no. See, if, see, to I mean, this is how I look at it. Like, oh, I think I think GP is a rational dude. Like, he always he's he he he's got very rational responses when when he's ever in front of the media. We're we're only one loss in conference. That's oh, yeah. it. So right. We can we right. can still win out and be the conference champion. So I think that's what he's instilling them is. If we take care of the rest of our schedule, we mess around and play Texas in the in the championship game in Dallas or in Arlington. So, you know, for us, we, we've got high expectations now, which is yeah. great as a program. You know, college football, one or two losses, you're out of the national championship talk. We get that. But we're still in the conference hunt, so there's you're no right. – right. I, yeah. I think that's what he's instilling in them is, you know, that's yeah. just one loss. Keep it pushing. Yeah. And you yeah. think about – think about that – Think about that first loss and to who it was, right? Ohio State in a game where most of the media said, "Okay, TC, you can play. You can play with the big boys until you crap your own pants, right?" And then you look at Texas, who wasn't ranked previous to season. Now they're going to be ranked. So the loss that we'll have will be strong. I hate to say there's such thing as a strong loss now in the rankings, yeah. but but it is what it is, you know. Especially knowing that you know Oklahoma still has to go see Texas. We get to see Oklahoma still to run that gauntlet and. I, where I'm at, I'm, not, I'm on the same page as you, Josh. I, for for me, what has to happen at this point, because our 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 losses are early in the season, right? Right. Yeah. They always say if you get those losses, take them early in the season. If we run the table, you never know. There might be, be a good resume. Yeah. 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 I, you know. So I told Dave last year at the end of the season, before like everything wrapped up. This this was our and this was what was frustrating for me and why I don't like the the rebuilding term. This was our season to make national, you know, to to, to, to do something because oh, yeah. we we played Ohio State, so we had a you know a top non conference game, and then the entire Big Twelve, for the most part, is on a rebuild year. Like everybody lost some crucial pieces here and there, and everybody's trying to figure out their identity with these new pieces. It wasn't like any one team was coming into the Big 12, we're about to run this. The only team that you could say that was kind of West Virginia. West Virginia, right. And so, you know, we had a good chance. So I think Gary Patterson is still telling the team, look, we can still win the conference championship. And if he's being real positive, we're literally a shovel pass for a pick six and some picks against Texas away from being undefeated and being potentially in the top seven or eight in the country right now. Yeah, 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 that, that, like, that, that team, that team. I agree I, with I, you guys. I agree with you guys. I mean, everything is still left 
we can still accomplish what we want to accomplish. One loss. Yeah. And I think it's so funny being a TCU fan. Because <laughs> TCU fans, what is wrong with TCU fans? One loss and we just, the season's oh, over. Bro, can, can, are y'all a part of the any of the Facebook groups? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I have to take. So, like, when I when I get, I don't know how y'all watch y'all's games, but I, like, turn off all communication. I don't like being on Facebook. And so, like, I'll check that Facebook group, and there'll be so many people that are, like, just so like so negative yeah and it it is frustrating because you know like these said it's only one game like That's it. season's not over season's like it's not over when was the last time we went undefeated was the rose bowl season and when was the last time before that we went undefeated so now why are we expecting an undefeated season every year when that's not a realistic goal all right it's, but it's not it's, it's not that it's not realistic i think it's realistic it's just that it is – I think it's great to have that expectation of a team, but now with the four-game four playoff, look, I mean, who's not to say – you never know how this whole season plays out. Who's not to say we went out, we, we go to Arlington, we win the Big 12 championship, and, I mean, the ACC is, a da- is down this oh, year. Yeah. Pac-12 doesn't look to see it be the same, same way this year. We could still get in. You oh, know 100%. what I mean? Like, but as far as, like, one loss and being undefeated and people like, oh, it's time to hang it up, like, there's really only one school in the country that steps on the field every year and expects to go undefeated, and they actually do are, it. you know, held to that. Do sometimes, it. Do yeah, it. Sometimes. No, sometimes, but they actually do it and are held to that standard. Everybody yeah, right. else, you, you play sports not expecting to lose, but yeah. you, you, you come to terms with the fact that we're not probably going to go undefeated all year. Yeah, I, I, I like it. It's kind of like Ghost Pace said. Yeah, look, I hate losing. Everybody hates losing, but it's how you bounce back. And and like you said, Steve, I think that is exactly what Coach Pete's preaching. Hey, don't let it be three. We got to come in this week, focus up, and uh, and get ready to play a good Iowa State team. I was um, looking at some of the other games in the Big 12. Did anybody get to watch any games? Um, uh, Nah, man, I, 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 I cut everything off. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went and got – I hadn't had Taco Bell in two years. I went and gorged down on Taco God, Bell. And was just, uh, you like, got the Gordita Crunch after the Texas Ah, man, I got, I got the $5 Crunch box plus some God, tacos. Dang. Josh, you ran for the border after the oh, loss. Oh, man, huh? it was yeah. – I was just – I lost. I lost three Facebook friends over that game. <laughs> I, I, y'all laugh. I'm serious. I they know said, you are. That's what's funny they, about they it. They tagged. They tagged me in a post. I didn't even read the post. I just deleted them. <laughs> just deleted them as a friend. Done. Um, I, I did not get to catch uh, some of the Big Twelve games, but the fact that uh, what's most impressive. Uh, it's Army taking Oklahoma yep. down to the wire. It's that, interesting. So that tells me that. Oklahoma is not who we thought they were. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the tape that Gary's going to look at to figure out what did Army do? Because if you think of, traditionally, if you think of, you know, Army's uh, program, they tend not to have the same caliber athlete, right? Right. So Army had, Army's scheme must have been impeccable. And granted, oh, you could have just been off, but, you know, they're the kind of thing while we're spreading around, uh, other other games that are kind of notable. Uh, real quick, when's the last time that you saw Kentucky and Duke in the top twenty-five on a football chart? On a football, yeah, yeah Lord, I saw man, that. Dang, and was like, wow, right? <laughs> I was like, I was like Kentucky number seventeen, Duke number twenty-two. 
was like, I was like, let me just mention those guys really quick there because that's that's something to kind of keep in mind and watch now in that Florida State. Uh, Wait, when was the last time though you saw uh, Kansas? Didn't they win their first three games? Or yeah, like yeah. But Kansas got beat. They got beat by Baylor. Kansas they did, but I mean that's Baylor. in Big Twelve play. But they still they went under. They lost like every game last year and the year before. So they, they did. They were, they were due for three wins in a row. They were. They did, they're a different team. They're a different team. I don't know about that. Team. Don't 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 jump to conclusions. But we just, well, we'll hey. give them credit where credit is due for three hey, wins. Hey, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I mean Baylor beat them. I was surprised Tet beat OSU in Stillwater last week. Was that a shootout or what was it? I mean, I I, it was a shootout for Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech put up like fifty on them. Yeah, wow. in that's Stillwater. What, that's what I'm saying. So like, it's it's a really balanced field this year. It's wide open. Like you, it really you know, is. We, we stepped into the to the to the season last year, and everybody kind of knew that Baker Mayfield in, in Oklahoma was going to be the team to beat. But now this year, it, it's not. You know, there's no really. There's no front runner, so this, you know, it's still wide open for everybody. You know, we could look back at this week, these two losses, and see them as a blessing in disguise. Hundred percent. You know, you got to, you know, you got to get your face kicked in first, for you can step up and then realize, oh, because I, I, Coach P, also, I mean, winning's hard to do, but you see the details that it takes, especially for a young team. And you're right, Steve. Too going into the month of September, we had one game in. In, in Fort Worth at AMG Carter Stadium. That was the first game. The second two, I mean, you, then you go and play an Ohio State game in Jerry World, and then you go to Austin. I mean, that's two big, big games turnaround right there, which Kill. brings us to this week. Back in the AMG Carter Stadium, we got TCU versus Iowa State. Uh, so what are you expecting to see? Uh, which Iowa State team shows up, and, and, and does TCU grow up? What are, you, what are you guys expecting to see this week from these Horn Frogs? Uh, I'm going to put it out there, revenge, not only from the, the loss this week against Texas, but remember, we lost to Iowa State last year. Yep, yeah. didn't score any touchdowns. Right. And Iowa State's coach has been slowly building that program. Um, so they're in one of those tweener years where they can have a good year or it can it can go to, to shits. But Iowa has a great quarterback. He's a freshman, so we'll see him uh, for the next three years. But I think – TCU gets back to playing TCU football. I think you're going to see a newfound aggression um, with the offense and the defense to come out and play and jump on their guys and go for the juggler in the first quarter. Yeah, this game's kind of one of those funny games to me, too, because Iowa State, you know, they go, they play Iowa. Well, their first game was canceled. They play Iowa, don't score a touchdown. Yeah. They, then next week, the, the week after that, play OU and play them close for three quarters. Really and you're like, what? <laughs> And then uh, what this this last week? Um, I'm not even too sure who they who they played last week. But yeah, I mean, which Iowa State team shows up? I think Iowa State lost last week. But which Iowa State team shows up? I don't. Well, I don't know. They're gonna come to play, so I, I don't think they're just gonna roll over. But I do. I do think our running game shows up this week, and I, not, I think I think Anderson has a big game against them. Yeah. Uh, we gotta realize they got the one of the top running backs over there as well. Yeah, yeah, right. they do. David Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, they got right. a stud back there. That I, Iowa State beat Akron last week. Yeah, uh, at Iowa State. Are they still running that three, three, five, or three? What's their? Is there... uh, you know, that's the thing. Yes, I think that they still run a three, three, five scheme defense, yeah. which I think gave Kenny Hill all sorts of threat, uh, all sorts of all sorts of problems last year. 
So I think they come in uh, maybe a year for Cumbie to kind of look back at that tape, see what went wrong, uh, and see what we could do differently. I think, yeah, hey, Lyman, this is the game to like eat the steaks and let, let's start eating. Let's start eating up this defensive line. Y'all going down three linemen on us. Run us into. Let's run the ball till they stop it. Well, you I, know I, what I, mean? I will say this: they they did a uh, um, they did a good job of stopping our run this past week. But what we did really well was we started to utilize Robinson in the run game a lot more. Yeah. So, like, he's he's a really good dynamic quarterback. And for the first couple games, he didn't have to run. So he was just, you know, sitting in the pocket throwing the ball. I mean, he was our leading rusher this week. So they're starting to use him a lot more. And he's got, you know, he's got the stature and the ability to be that. To take those hits. Yeah. I said this earlier in one of the, in one of the uh, podcasts. He reminds me of a young Donovan McNabb, just a young, the big way body. the way he's built in the hips, big body, can got that sneaky speed that I can actually get up and go past you if I need to. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you. I, he, he I, I in the uh, the offensive rushing yards. It's it'll it'll be needed. The one thing that the the only thing that scares me about him is any time he throws that deep ball, it's always off his back foot. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Always and so, you know, that he's got a much stronger arm than Kenny Hill does. So he gets away with it a lot more. But Kenny Hill used to do the same thing is he would he would throw off his back foot. And That's I know really smart that Josh, a lot. yeah. I was watching the game back and, and there's a couple of times too and I I mean yeah, I, I agree with you, Steve. He is he is a dynamic athlete. I think he might even be a little bit more agile than Donovan McNabb. But but perfect spot on analogy of what kind of quarterback he is. Um, but there's a couple times, too, I think if he could just make a move to make that first rusher miss and then plant his feet. Josh, I think you're right. I think it would, I think it would kind of help with that accuracy on those long balls. He did throw off his back foot a lot. But, yeah. but, but I, I, I mean, we had this conversation last year with Kenny Hill, and I was like, you know, I wish we would open the offense up a lot more. I do like that we throw the ball down the field often now. Like, I do too. I, I, I like that because it, it just stretches the D out. You have oh, to respect. Yeah. You got to respect Rager on the outside, and then if that if that connects, then it's you know it's going for big yards. And if it opens it up, then you know we got the dink, uh, duck and dinks in the in the backfield and Anderson and them. Like it's it's it gives us a lot more you know options that I do like to see. I agree. But with you. It reminds me. So of, does that? Go ahead. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, group when like Trayvon and Dotson finally got going that last year when they were stretching yep. the field. And then right. you had all the you had Tyson being on the underneath routes, and then you still had the running backs that were getting that love. It really looks a lot. We, uh, looks looks very familiar. You know, right. we don't talk about the wide receivers enough, but we they were making they were making a lot of 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 in flight adjustments last game. That, oh yeah, like. That's what Doxon used to do. Like, you know, Boykin would throw the ball up, he'll come and go get it. Yeah. Right. That's what that's what they started to do. And so, you know, that bails the quarterback out a lot, but it also it turns into a lot bigger plays. So I did like to see that. So I, you know, get a get a white out some shouts. Yeah. So 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 keys to the game. And we've kind of we've kind of talked heavily offensively. I guess offensively, keys to the game, I mean, what would you say that it would be? Maybe get uh I mean for sure getting this running game started. Maybe using Sean Robinson's feet a little bit more, just as another. That's another player you got to respect and you got to plan. You got a game plan for. Uh, I think for me, what, uh, we need to shut down their running game 
quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because if we don't, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna open up play action. Uh, granted, we're very strong on the back end, but I think we win the game. Not so much from what we don't do or we do on offense, but what we can control on defense and getting off the field on third down. Right. Uh, keeping them in some good punting situations to be able to flip the field and Cavante, maybe Cavante gets off, but I really think it's a, I think this is going to be a game where you see the defense come into play like, okay, let's go get it done. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I agree too. I think too, you, um, you sort of saw in that Texas game, I think teams are game planning for Ben Banigou. So he's getting a lot of double teams, a lot of switch. I think the Rasso defensive linemen, I think Corey Bethley stepped up this last game. LJ Collier kind of stepped up this last game. I think if those if that defensive line, you're right, Steve, can can really start the set the set the edge, set it from the beginning. Yo, y'all ain't running the ball on it. Y'all gonna have to beat us a different way. Uh I think defensively that could help. You know who I'm really impressed on this defense. And I, I'll give Ennis Gaines all the props. I think Ennis Gaines is one of the baddest dudes on the planet. But I really like this Garrett Wallow kid at linebacker. Yeah. 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 Garrett, yeah. La- Garrett Wallow fills a hole up like insulated. Oh, man. <laughs> Quick, fast, and in a hurry. And coming with bad intentions. I, I think that kid's going to be amazing when it's yeah. all said and done, his career at TCU. To, to me, it, 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 our defense is – I mean, it's a, it's a GP defense, so it's, it's going to do what it has to do eventually. But it just – we got we to get back to turning the ball over. That's uh-huh. and that's that's my bit. I have that underlined three different times. When yeah. are we gonna start seeing this defense create use that pressure and that that coverage? You know, they got a couple coverage blitz or they got a couple coverage sacks last game, but when are we gonna start seeing these turnovers? Yeah. Swiping I, their that, balls. Let's, there was like know. a what was it, like a five or six year stretch that we always were in the top three in, yeah. in total defense. And part of that, you know, a big part of that is we were we were really big on getting turnovers, and so we we haven't really done that this year. So that's something yeah. that we got to get to. Yeah, I'd like to see five of them turnovers uh, this, this this week, man. I mean, we got <laughs> we had four against us last year or last week, so it's not, yeah, that's it's what not I'm undoable. Saying, man. I, I, that's what I'm saying, you know, and that that helps a young quarterback out too. Oh yeah, if you if you got a defense thing going there and be like, you know what, look, we taking this ball back, we gonna get this ball, yeah. you know. Well, uh, Steve, I, I, I'll give you this. So, uh, so we, so you told us what Coach P was saying after the loss. Yeah. What's his? Uh, what's he preaching this week? What is Coach P preaching this week? Again, I, I know I said I, I don't want to be a broken record. Uh, play within the system. Play your one eleventh, um, and leave no doubt. You know, this is where uh, the adversity comes. If if the kids have paid attention to all those hard ass workouts during the summer, they'll be ready um, to come out and handle business. You know, expect to win, uh, but don't expect for it to be given to you easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's also telling his team, "Hey, we back in the we back in the Carter this week, so y'all better come in. This is y'all's house. Yeah, y'all, y'all, you, you, this month of September. Let's. What did it teach you? You know what I'm saying? Let's come in here. It's at home. We're in front of our fans." I, I want to see that Protect player. Protect the Carter. Protect the uh, Carter. But I want to see that player, like you said, Steve, who's going to be that player on this defense? I think in his games kind of has it in him. But who's going to be that player on the defense uh, and on the offense? It's like, yo, let's get this – let's turn this ship around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's unacceptable what's been happening the last two weeks. Who's going to be that guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, for, me, for me, he's just preaching do your job. Like that's 
if everybody, you know, we're two or three plays away from each of these losses from being undefeated, the sky's not falling, go in here, get this W, everybody do what they need to do, protect the ball on offense, destroy the quarterback on defense, let's go get this W. Yeah, I agree. All right, fellas, so uh, let's do score predictions. I'll, I'll go first. I think we uh, – What's the spread at right now? Is it still I, 10 and a half? Hey, oh. speaking of spreads, Steve, I want to ask you, man, did you put the house on this on this last game? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I Steve, was very close. Steve called me about 30 minutes before the game started. It was like, hey, I'm thinking about – he said this spread's at three points. I'm thinking about putting everything I got on the Frogs this week. I was like, hey, man, I wouldn't do all that. But. Yeah. <laughs> And this is, see, for me, I, I can't bet on college sports because it's 18 to 22 year olds. And some, somebody's girlfriend could have slept with their best friend for that week. And the whole thing is off. Like, the whole thing is off. Yeah. Man. So it, I just, I can't put my, I can't put my financial faith in 18 to 22 year olds. Hey, but yeah. tell me, but tell me why I halfway almost downloaded. I almost made a profile on BovadaSports.com too, and I was like, Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so TCU is actually favored right now by ten and a half. They're ten favored and by half. ten and a half. Wow, yeah. that's not. I don't I, think. I don't, I don't think we cover. I didn't think we had it at that. I I gave us. I'm it's a, also. I'm a, go ahead, sorry. I was saying I'm a strong touchdown favorite. I yeah. think we win by seven. What do you have? I mean, you at? also got to look at it. It's Monday, right? So the odds, the books are going to open up very, very high. Yeah. I imagine this is going to get closer to like seven or uh, six seven and a half. Six and a half, you know? Yeah. It's that half that always gets you in football. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't really, that's the other reason why I don't bet. I don't so really what, is, what, is your, what is your touchdown, though? So what my is- score prediction, I, I got TCU coming out. We, we put up 27 points on the board. I got Iowa State. Limp into a 20 and something like the last five and a half minutes of the game is TCU's defense just shuts them out. Uh, okay. I think 27-20 is what I'm going to go. I've got us coming into halftime losing. Oh, and we, and we act, and we're down at half. I got us down at half 10 to seven and we come back and win 24 to 17. Mm, uh, uh. I think I think we're going we're going to end up because we have a slow start. We're going to end up being that second half team that we've always come to expect. So, so we just we start off slow. So yeah. we do, we do. I agree with you there. Um, I actually have us um, finishing the game thirty-seven seventeen. Oh, okay. uh, I think we I think we see the long legs of Jonathan Song and the kicking guys with uh, three to four. Uh, field goals, and I think you see a defensive touchdown uh, midway through the game somewhere uh, to get us on the board and get us going. I would like that. Yeah, I would like I, that too. I, I need a, I need a, I need a good no no blood pressure game. So I, I don't think yeah. this one will be it, but I, I would love it. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> Something to help that hypertension. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I, I'm I, I'm gonna get kicked out of one of these hotels. I promise you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I yeah, I would love to see that too. I, I I'd love to see us put it on this team. Yeah, um, especially yeah. after losing last year. David. Yeah, David, can you hear me? I got you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh shit, oh, my fault. Sorry, interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> what was you gonna say? No, I just saw like the little thing hit the mute button on my phone. I was like, wait, can you hear me? <laughs> no, yeah, you good. You 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 good. You clear as day, man. Well, yeah. 
Hey, fellas, I uh, I love I love this episode. This was a good episode. I mean, TCU fans, we're going through it. We all going we gonna get through it though. Like I said, yeah. I mean, Trayvon Boykin had to take his lumps before that started clicking. And hey, uh, really quick, really quick before we close out, a um, couple things just to spin us around the horned, as we call it here. Um, our women's golf program had a strong showing in Vail. Uh, they opened up really well. TCU women's rifles coming into the season as a preseason ranking number two. Um, our soccer team is seven two and two. They tied Iowa State, lost West Virginia, but our women's volleyball is sitting number one, beat Oklahoma rematch set and lost to Kansas one to three. Just to give you guys what's going on around. Well, timeout. If you're gonna do that, give give give, a, give myself and David the ex uh, track alumni. How the cross country team doing? <laughs> I guess I should look that up for one of these episodes hey, then. Josh, yeah, I, got, I, I got you on the next episode that you join us. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> what does the cross-country team do this? Hey, because I'm going to be dead honest with you. I thought cross-country and the track program were in the, were in the second semester. <laughs> no, nah, man. So I'm, 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 I'm a, first semester, track second look, semester. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my shout-out to anybody that runs cross-country in college because you're the only athletic sport that competes year-round. <laughs> hey, hey, that is true. That's true. That's we true. Competition as soon as you walk on campus, all the way to the end of the year. So, and, hey, before three, you walk on campus, we got the three, time trial. Dog. Yeah, three seasons, three seasons a year. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I meant to open the show too, man. Uh, with uh, with one of uh, one of Coach Coots used sayings. Look, Texas, it's been four years in a row. We done gone in there and made some Bevo burgers out of y'all. <laughs> look, look. A blind squirrel will find a nut every once in a while. <laughs> y'all, we let y'all off the hook, Texas. Don't be yeah. feeling no pride, man. I hate, I hate, I hate seeing all this Texas. Well, Texas is back. Oh, man. Man. I don't think they're back. Man. On the next week, though, man, we gonna, we, gonna, we got to stomp out these Iowa State cyclones. Man. Yeah, we, we, we went out. We'll be totally fine. And, and I would like to see some people in Arlington with me as I go to the game again at some overpriced seats at Jerry's World. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, man, if we can get this podcast popping, we should be on the field, man. <laughs> we should be on the field. Steve, you want to thank the sponsors for us, man? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, I always want to thank my favorite sponsor, Tito's. Uh, couldn't do it without you guys. I also want to thank Rush Street and Culver City, who hosts all of our L.A. alumni watching parties, um, as well as Pedialyte for refueling everybody on Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Ah man, I say thank thank y'all for letting me be a part of it. Give oh me yeah, something. that was my that was my last note. I wanted to say thank you to Josh, man. This was fun, man. Oh, hey, yeah, I would agree. Uh, you know, just having having some fun, poking some jabs at some of our buddies in the show. Andrew Wong, if you're listening, you need to take notes on how Josh did this because conversation was really good here today. Josh was like, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but me and Josh, Sharon, we do this, man. I, I oh. was texting Josh in the game. I was like, hey, Josh, you're just going to be my notepad, okay? But yeah, see, I, I think, I hey, but if, if we're being honest on the, on the close out of this show, I think David was a little gone when he was texting me because he was sending me dissertate, dissertation texts. <laughs> hey, and hey, I'm like, Josh, like damn, homie. Josh, that's how David gets I Josh, told you that, dog. Nah. I told you that. He was I'm like, I'm two drinks in. I'm like, two? This is a 13-page text message. <laughs> hey, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I'm not the only person 
that gets those text messages. Because when David writes them, I don't even read them. Hey, man. Oh, oh, I was I was heated and I didn't want to look at the television, so I was reading every word. Like, yeah, you're right, but we still got to do better. Uh, <laughs> hey, I try to keep it pro positive. I always try to keep it on the pro positive. But hey, man, I I was right Woo! there. This I was I I got I was sitting in on TCU football. I, I was sitting in Fargo, North Dakota, in a hotel room <laughs> with nothing but water. And snacks, just in in <laughs> David Harris's text messages. Yeah, David Harris's text and sorrow. That's all I had. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's true, man. Oh, I was hurt. I was hurt. But we gonna get back on this. We gonna get back oh, yeah. on the track. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. Hey, we usually close it out with the riff ram. Uh, I'm gonna start it off. Hey, we'll just go down the line, man. Josh, you know the riff ram song? Oh yeah, man. Riff ram, bazoo, lickety lickety, oh. lickety zoo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, give him a TCU. Riff ram, bazoo, lickety lickety, zoo zoo, who, wah wah, who? Give him hell, TCU. TCU. Give him hell. You. You. Hey, appreciate y'all, fellas. Listening, we appreciate it, Josh. We appreciate you. Hey, TCU Horn Frog faithful. Put your horn frogs up because we're going at it this week, man. We're going at it this week. We're going to get back on the winning track. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Go frogs. Go frogs. Go frogs. Peace. We out.